up, everyone? This is Must Go Faster, a pop culture podcast for the people. I'm your co-host, Ben Brailinger, broadcasting from Brooklyn. And down in Dorn, I'm Robert Denfeld. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Caught me off guard there. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Down in Dorn. That's something different. Um, so, since you haven't heard from us since kind of the start of Game of Thrones Season 7, I know we just we published an episode before this, kind of rapid-fire takes of everything that wasn't Game of Thrones. We, you know, we did the episode where we ranked the top five deaths in the show's history. Right. And Rob and I really wanted to dedicate a full episode to season seven now that it's over, where we can kind of like assess what we liked, what we didn't like, surprises, general feelings, what we want to see, you know, going forward in the final season. Um, So we're just going to do just that and make this all about Thrones, which I think, uh, you know, it's such a massive Super Bowl-like show that probably... It's event viewing. Um, not, not a lot of podcasts doing Game of Thrones. So <laughs> yeah, right. This is a unique. <laughs> um, varied, uh, but yeah. anyway, we want to we want to uh, you know at least give our our perspective on it. Yeah. So I mean, we we did that top five deaths right after the first episode, I believe, of season seven, yeah. and we went on our short hiatus there. So we've just been you know watching the season, uh, and we haven't really talked about it at all. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe a few text messages. That's about it. So. Yeah, I'm interested to see hear your takes and to discuss it a little further. Obviously, this show is so deep, so intense, you know, so many theories, so many things happen. We're not going to touch on everything, but we just kind of wanted no. to do like a, a general overview and look ahead to season eight, look back at the, you know, some previous things, uh, all spoilers, uh, oh, yeah. you know, warning. Some spoiler minefield out there. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen the season yet you're probably have Don't already listen had to the things episode spoiled that's all about yeah. <laughs> yeah no i mean most people seasons. are caught up at this point we gave an extra week of buffer so i think we're good to go there but yeah so uh season seven concluded it was seven episodes um about eight hours total so you know i don't know really the purpose behind that but they they constructed it as a seven episode season uh Next season, uh, number eight is the final, con- uh, you know, final season we're ever gonna get of Game of Thrones. Although we're gonna probably have at least two or three, uh, you know, subworld iterations uh, beyond the Westeros realm, and maybe some backstory. Uh, there's been like five or six shows pitched to HBO already uh, in this universe, so I'm sure we're gonna see more game of thrones content in the future after season eight but yeah let's uh let's hit on season seven there is only one war that matters the great war and it is here so you know this season it's obviously been takes flying all over the internet and everyone's got an opinion about this show um you know, for me, I would say this was one of the most entertaining seasons. I actually really liked the change um, from a very deliberate pace that the show had been doing up until this point. Um, uh-huh. In this season, pop points really move fast. Almost, I mean, people have critiqued that they almost move too fast. Yes. But um, for me and like what I look for this show and, and someone that's not super into like the minutia of the story... Um, and like, I see it as more from like, you know, the production value and the scale and uh-huh. how cinematic it is. 
I enjoyed this kind of like change in pace mm-hmm. and just kind of seeing combinations of characters brought together on screen for the first time. Yeah. Um, you know, like for example, Jon Snow and Daenerys and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it was really cool to see and refreshing. Like, and I just liked all the convergence that was happening. I definitely get certain criticisms about some of this season's episodes and sequences and kind of like, uh, you know, lapse in, in logic, you know, at times and things yeah. like that. But, um, well, as a whole, I, I, I did enjoy this season a lot, probably good. more, definitely more than, than some others. Sure. And I did too. I, I so I'm going to come at this from a, a, maybe a different, uh, perspective. I don't know, whatever, but, uh, maybe a different angle. Uh, I, I thought it was one of the weakest seasons, mm-hmm. uh, of the seven, maybe, maybe second or third worst, uh, just, just because, and not, I mean, it's silly to say that because they're all good. They all have merit. They're all, you know, every episode has some amazing scenes. Every single of the 67 episodes there have been, they've all had, you know, certain sequences or moments that are really, really great television and and storytelling. So I want to say that first, but uh, from the perspective of somebody that has loved the the deliberate nature of the story itself and how how much character development there is and how much you know these moments are built up to and uh, the payoff at the end is so satisfying or you know that's kind of what made this show so great is that you know these we know so much about these characters we've seen all of their backstory or you know a lot of their their history and uh, especially the the younger characters in the story we pretty much like grew up with them you know mm-hmm. or we watched them grow up so i mean i think some of the the criticisms that you mentioned are just about the pacing and and the way there isn't as much depth to the development within the plot lines and 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 i have to agree with some of those things and and sort of the logic things that you mentioned like how quickly ravens can fly how quickly <laughs> You know, are Euron's uh, Iron Fleet is, you know, do they have engines or, um, I mean, is the dragon like a jet? Like how fast is a dragon? Yeah. How, you know, these are uh, some these of those are things are important questions that uh, <laughs> right. yeah, I know keep you up. At right. Night. But it does feel like the but, creators. Go ahead. I, I definitely I can see what you're saying. I know. Yeah. A lot of critics have kind of echoed that sentiment a bit. It seems like the two creators, Benioff and Weiss, it almost seems like. You know, they've been living this show, you know, it's yeah. been their life for, like, what, since 2011? Like, yeah, you know, or six earlier. Six or seven years. It almost feels like they can't wait to be done with it and they want to move on to other projects. So, like, yeah. they're kind of, like, wrapping things up I don't know, quickly in a way. Yeah, I don't know if that's as much the point as it is just, uh, like, they're just trying to finish up a story that is so deep so long you know the books you know there have been five books so far there are apparently going to be seven people have been waiting on the sixth book since like 2010 i think was when the fifth book came out and you know george r R. martin is you know has every right to take his time to finish the story but you know book readers are frustrated but it's been so hard for the showrunners uh you mentioned what david benioff and db wise to uh, sort of bring this story to a conclusion. Like I, I it's would, a pretty I'm, daunting task. Yeah, to be like, it's not uh, an enviable to position to up. be in. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you see a lot of great shows. I would say more often than they not, they don't 
stick the landing per se yeah I mean, it's, it's really challenging for sure um and yeah so this one i mean they're doing their best like i i firmly believe there is an element of they're ready for this thing to be over because it has completely consumed their lives and everybody involved like it's not just everybody mentions these yeah two they're guys. not like doing other i mean like yeah none of the other you know some of these actors and actresses have become pretty famous throughout the shows well definitely tenure yeah um, i mean they're not really in other things i don't right. know it just seems like the only work that they do i mean it's a, a really nice paycheck and they probably don't need to do but they're probably like all the people involved are like all right i want to like they're going to be typecast forever, probably. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm able to see Jon Snow and, like, yeah. some you know, I mean, action Yeah, movie, so, like, Kit Harrington, Jon Snow yeah. has been in some things. Amelia Clark has been in, you know, she was in, like, yeah, Terminator she's Salvation. In- she's going to be fine. Like, uh, you know, Sophie Turner's in the X-Men series. They're all, and Arya, I think, is in uh, Maisie Williams. I think she's in some, some new shows on Netflix or something. But, yeah, I mean, it is going to be hard. They're always going to be... Arya Stark and you know Jon Snow and Tyrion Lannister in our in our minds uh but you know and and so I was going to say earlier the it's not just the two showrunners like everybody mentions those two people and those names because they are the most important but it is thousands of people that work on this show and you know all the special effects are so expensive so painstaking you know obviously this season with the ice dragon and we saw more dragons than ever this season Uh, although we did not see we did not see any direwolf. We didn't see ghost in this entire season. That yeah. is, that is a travesty. I can man. feel like, the pain in your voice as you say that. Man, <laughs> oh, like we saw the we saw the Nymeria sequence with uh, Arya in the woods, and you know her the Nymeria's pack of wolves that follow her around. But that was it. That is the only direwolf we saw the whole season. That's I mean, that's a, a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, so I mean the the painstaking efforts of thousands of people, and you know I'm sure there's an element of they're ready for it to be all over. But they do have to serve this serve this story, you know, rightfully and and do justice to the mm-hmm. the the original content that George R. R. Martin created, and it's it's just amazing how the the world that he was able to write and <laughs> this is the first and, season. Without the books, right, or like where um, this is independent from the like moving forward. Or did they do that I last think a lot of last started? season had moved beyond the books, and yeah, yeah, and yeah. things have been different throughout. Like there are certain characters from the books that are not even in the show at all, and you know a lot of backstory. That's what I mentioned at the beginning. There's going to be some uh, some other uh, series that come out of this this same series of books. There are there are going to be different television shows that come yeah. out of it. I because of the popularity and you know it's the biggest pop culture phenomenon of this century so far I would I would say so yeah. there's definitely going to be more that comes out of it something I wanted to ask you um you know I know you've uh displayed some criticism uh thus far on the season but you know you're a man that's been known to enjoy a good uh chill down your spine um yeah. and I wanted to ask <laughs> you if there <laughs> If there were any chill-inducing moments for you in this season, or what Ooh. was like a um, good question, what provided the most chill? If there was any, I but I am that is a curious uh, sure. thing I wanted to ask. That's you. a really good question. Um, I would say <clears throat> early on the, I believe it was the third episode, the Queen's Justice, when John and Daenerys finally meet in the... Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, the Great Hall at, at Dragonstone. Um, 
that was a moment where I was just like, damn. And there was so much uh, sort of underlying th- stuff happening. It yeah. That was a, a definitely a chill moment for me. What about you? Yeah, well, I was going to that episode. I'm glad you pointed out because I think that was actually my favorite episode of the season. Um, OK, I really liked yeah the sequences of, of bringing John and Daenerys together uh-huh. um, and, you know, having Tyrion involved and just kind of like the heavy hitter actors, like yeah. kind of removing all these like fluff characters and just bringing <laughs> kind of like the best people together. It's just like, I don't know, it's more yeah. bang for your buck, you know, and chills you know, down your spine. I, it. It's, um, I mean, it's so many hours of uh, just waiting like you're like. Man, when are they gonna meet? That's yeah, that's really right. what matters in this in, in this 65 story. Sixty-five episodes from there, you know, like yeah. you, you had those thoughts like in season one or two, like oh, when are they gonna meet? And you have to wait a while, but <laughs> it's good to see that finally happen. I um, love the dynamic there going on uh, with uh, with Masandi or whatever. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. She's doing her whole spiel of naming off Daenerys's, you know, Stormborn, uh, the uh, Breaker of oh, Chains, right. yeah, no, it was Mother of Dragons, I was The like, Unburnt. I yeah. was like, <laughs> And then Davos, Davos goes, this is Jon Snow. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, actually, that's a good point. There was, you know, humor used in this season that I don't think uh, had really been used in past seasons. Like, also, like, I forget which season. I remember there was a season that was, like, just so overly sadistic in that, like, it just, like, tortured so many characters. Like, it was just, like, way over the top. And this, like... I don't know, showed like good restraint. Like obviously there were some gruesome moments, but it wasn't, um, I don't know. I, I really didn't dig when it got like way too sadistic. I remember there was like a key season where they just like went overboard with that. But, Man, um, I really hope, I also like, uh, really quick, I really hope Theon plays a part at the finale because. Yeah, someone said like, oh why am I God. seeing Theon in like, why, like the finale of this season like Dude. ten minutes were spent like Theon on a beach. It's yeah. like why? And the the-, <laughs> the the scene between John and Theon was fine. Like they're talking about the, you know John's parentage a little bit and Stark versus Greyjoy and all that crap. But oh my god, are we gonna like we've seen ten hours of Theon's story? Like he better kill Cersei or something. You know, like right. he better do yeah. something very important. Or this seems gonna... like no one really likes poor Theon. Yeah, well he's gonna. But... I, my my prediction early on is probably it's going to be uh he's going to kill Euron somehow and and that's going to be pivotal but i mean god i i don't care about Theon <laughs> at all like he's he's my brand i know you hate brand oh, i Br- i hate oh, Theon <laughs> don't even get me started on brand yeah i'm like fuming by just at the well in sound the- of his you mentioning that <laughs> yeah the scene the scene in the in the finale that you, theon on the beach and like the whole it turns when he gets kicked in the balls or in in the his missing yeah, it was like a slapstick comedy yeah that, that oh i was like that is so bad like that would still hurt you know i, I said that out loud <laughs> i was like well he's that's like a He's got. There's probably like a wound, and things are things are going on down there. Like it, it would still yeah. hurt to get kicked there five times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, major, that's just dumb. Um. So there were a few amazing set piece action sequences. Uh, the loot crate battle, which I think was like an episode four or five. Yeah, loot um, train. I think it was loot train. Yeah, it, dumb name. That was amazing. The dragons were on fleek. I mean, it was like. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Absolutely. It reminded me, like, some of it reminded, like, Apocalypse Now and, like, the yeah. destruction and the scale of it all. And Drogon was that, banging. Um, that was a, uh, I'm sure you've seen this, like, they did a 15-minute, like, featurette on I did. how they brought that to life, which is, like, amazing to see. Like, yeah. that is, like, I 
feel like shows like like for me like the legacy of this show and like just how much goes into it how many people are involved mm-hmm. uh the time i mean just to like really bring that stuff to life they do you know they rely on you know cgi but it's also like a lot of practical effects and totally it's um it's really awesome to watch they did one too for the white walker battle mm-hmm. which I was you that. know a different setup but like again like really hard to pull off um speaking of that battle i mean i love like Look, I understand that it was, uh, you could poke a lot of holes in it, but it was really riveting to see as, like, just an action sequence. Yeah. And, like, when the Night King throws that, his, like, spear at the dragon, I remember I caught, I'm, this is probably not, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I remember thinking, like, oh, is he going to be, is that is that an ice dragon now? Like, are they yeah. going to be, I, like, tweeted in, <laughs> like, in the moment, like, can they become ice dragons? And then 15 right. minutes later, it's, uh, well, he becomes one and stuff. They but. set it up really well with that bear, the the ice bear. And I was like, as soon as mm-hmm. I saw the ice bear, I was like, oh, this is it. We're, they they established oh, right. that yeah, there yeah. can be ice a- uh, animals and it's going to be an ice dragon. Uh, and it was really fascinating in that featurette. I think it was in the featurette or maybe in the inside the episode afterwards. Uh, maybe Benioff said uh, that they had known for years that the end of the penultimate season was going to be the ice dragon uh viserion uh named after viserys uh blowing up the wall like knocking down the wall so they've known that for years and they just they knew that they had to get to that point um yeah so it just sort of felt at, at times in this season it just sort of felt like accelerated like let's just yada yada why they're all going north for this stupid reason that doesn't make real logical sense and i can't believe that these characters would actually go along with this idea but yada yada there's an ice dragon now uh (laughs) you know john loves daenerys because they saved you know she saved them and you know uh benjen can't hop on a horse because that takes too long um yeah i mean like i'm not i don't want to nitpick like i i love this show like it's probably my favorite show ever that's why you're reacting this way because (laughs) you're you strongly and like when it it really hurts you when it it disappoints yeah i mean it it has to be like anybody that watches this show it has to be one of their favorite things ever just because of the phenomenon nature of it and how much you talk about it with friends and family and uh you know it's the most expensive show ever made it's the biggest plot ever and you know it's this fantasy world i'm a big fantasy person so it's it has everything that i love but this season just it just had holes but i mean it's just it is what it is but i still loved it i I still enjoyed every episode i still looked forward to every episode i it's like a sun or something yeah i'm disappointed i still love love you right yeah totally that's one yeah one other issue not to just piggy i i I do want to point this out i believe it was in the first episode the freaking Ed Sheeran cameo. Oh, yeah. Like, why? I mean, just what? Like, was he, like... Uh, he has a beautiful voice, Ben. Cousins with one of the producers or something? <laughs> like, he, he was just in that one scene. Right. And he was, like, singing a song. It's just, like... Yeah. Just completely unnecessary. Like, takes you out of, takes you out of it. It also just feels like... I, I hope, don't know. The show's better than that. I hope so we get I, a flashback. I, not... I hope we get a flashback of Arya killing that whole force of Lannisters. <laughs> and then she has Ed Sheeran's face in her bag of faces. <laughs> and then she pops that on and starts singing... <laughs> Despacito or something. Yeah. <laughs> I know he doesn't. Yeah, be, I know he doesn't sing that. But whatever. Right. I couldn't. I couldn't pull an Ed Sheeran song. Yeah. <laughs> um. So one thing. Uh. You know. As far looking ahead to, 
his final season, which it's not confirmed when the, it'll be, it's not going to be next summer. It'll be like the earliest, I think late 2018 or like yeah. the fall could even be early 2019. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of getting the feeling it's early 2019. Yeah. And it's going to be, what's like what, like six 90 minute episodes. Yeah. Which at I don't least, really understand. Maybe like, two hours. Some of them. That's going to be like, why not just do 10 hour long episodes? I mean, I don't yeah. know, there's reasons for it, but I, I'm yeah. just not a fan of like the 90 minute format of any show. You know, it's like, right. why not just make a movie, you know, television sell like i mean i'm all for like innovative formats but it just seems like i don't know why yeah i'm well, sure i'm sure they had the reasons but i don't know yeah and this has that. been said by others and i'm i'm not you know I've, I've thought the same thing but i'm sure people have heard this that um you know the the 10 episode format worked so well and things moved along slowly like we've always every every season of this show there have been episodes where really you could say no, you know quote unquote nothing happens but it's 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 those episodes that builds the depth and builds the you know interest and intrigue into what's going to happen and and this season was missing that and you know like certain characters uh you know the spider what's his name um oh god uh <laughs> i can't help you <laughs> uh, anyway he's he was like not even the bald guy um he's not even in the finale barely um you know very yeah yeah, yeah. very important characters uh you know and then we get like all of this stuff uh with aria i wanted to get to this eventually so i'll just say it aria and sansa drama uh in winterfell like they're you know they're backstabbing each other and they're going against each other even though they're sisters and i just I just didn't like that because they they would get over that and you know they're Starks of Winterfell. This is like the most that is the story itself. I've read the first two books. I haven't read all of them, but the story is the Stark story. Like it's about the Stark kids and then their their journey through this world and you know obviously a song a song of ice and fire. You can clearly uh, you know, gather now that that is Jon Snow. Like he is ice and fire. Uh, he is Aegon Targaryen, uh, the sixth or whatever. Uh, but he he is the combination of ice and fire, Lyanna Stark and uh, Rhaegar Targaryen. So yeah, I mean, it is about them. That it's about those people. And the Arya Sansa stuff just felt sort of stupid. Like why string us along and think that make us think that they hate each other when finally like it was all set up for that big surprise at the end of killing Littlefinger and you know we thought they were bringing Arya to justice and really it was Littlefinger and I just didn't love that yeah. like it, it felt unnecessary what do you what did you think about all that well I want to say I mean a point I wanted to make I think just kind of looking ahead to, to next season is I do hope that there's some kind of major twist that we don't see coming and something that kind of like everything's kind of moving on one track now and you can see how, you know, you can kind of predict like how things will end up, you know, as far as yeah. what alliances are happening and they're all kind of converging against um, the Night King and the White Walkers. But I, I wonder if there's going to be some big curveball thrown in the mix that kind of just like disrupts this path and these storylines and shakes things up. And this is a show that's really been known to surprise. I mean, you kind of forget... I, you know, just because of this past season, didn't really have much of it, but it was just like used to be so subversive. And like, mm -hmm. you know, in the very first season, they kill off the protagonist, like behead him, and just from there, it kind of set this tone of like, 
expect the um, you know unexpected uh, and subverting the genre of fantasy yeah, yeah totally i mean there will definitely be several major deaths i mean i'm sure a lot will come in like the last two or three episodes right um i don't know i mean it i don't know what that twist will be mm-hmm. at the same time there is only six or seven episodes left like yeah can they afford to just really shake things up right um, and then we get the hint that we get the hint at Euron going to Essos to you know to the what is the the name of that army I can't even remember uh, it's like never been mentioned before on the series and then all of a sudden at the last season like he's gonna go to Essos and bring back this army for for uh, Cersei it just feels kind of I don't know it's it's just weird but yeah there definitely will be surprises uh, I. I'm still in on the Valencar theory of uh, uh, what's his name, Jamie Lannister killing Cersei. I still think that's going to happen. I maybe now think maybe Theon is going to kill Euron. Um, So what I wanted to ask you about one theory that's already being tossed around a lot on the internet and podcasts, etc., is the theory of Bran is the Night King, (laughs) or like they're they're fully connected or whatever. What do you think about that? For someone who despises Bran with every, <laughs> every fiber of their being, I was, uh, that did um, tickle my interest. Uh, I didn't read into, like, I'm sure, you know, it's explained in a way that's somewhat, uh, you know, makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, there's a lot of people, like, cool. breaking I mean, down frame by frame. So Right, right. It of, would yeah. add value to the empty hole that is Bran's story. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I, I don't know. I'd be kind of into that. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, hey, man, it would be the ultimate subversion of the genre if the Night King wins, you know? Like, Yeah. I mean, I, know. I, I, mean, I don't maybe. think that's going to happen, but I think he's going to he's gonna get some W's in there before the ultimate L, I, I would totally, think. Totally, yeah. yeah. He's, he's not going down without. He's, he's definitely, like, brutally, you know, destroying, like, Sam. Maybe. Or you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like just uh, little, characters little that are just Sam. like helpless. He, yeah. Right, right. Little right. Sam gets one of those uh, dragon glass things stabbed into his heart and he becomes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going to say, where are the. <clears throat> where are all those babies? Uh, the. What's his name? Craster's Keep. You know, they. If they have a son at Craster's Keep, they would sacrifice the son to the, the White Walkers as sort of like a, a peaceful you know don't please don't kill us thing uh some sort of alliance is there like a are do those babies become the white walkers or is there like a playpen of white babies out there somewhere <laughs> like playpen pulling all pulling babies. all the strings or <laughs> yeah 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 that's what we almost named that this podcast playpen of white babies <laughs> yeah. um yeah yeah uh i don't know that's a good point i haven't thought of. I, I i know what you're referencing as far as the ice ice babies but, right uh, so, I do not know where what, what's up with that. No, uh, yeah, that's kind of. I mean, that, I was just kind of a joke I had throughout the season. Um, <laughs> so it's pretty clear now that John or Aegon is going to fly Rhaegar or uh, what's his name, uh, the the other dragon named after Rhaegar, uh, because that's Rhaegar is John's dad. So if anybody's confused yeah. about the lineage there, Rhaegar Targaryen is Daenerys's brother. So, uh, that's, she named all of her dragons after, you know, Drogon is Khal Drogo, Viserion is Viserys, the, you know, brother who, a crown for a king in the first season, and then, uh, whatever the other dragon's name is, is named after Rhaegar, who is Jon's father, we now know, and so it makes complete sense that he will be the dragon rider, 
uh, of that that third dragon. So, I mean, do you agree with that? So we're gonna see John, Daenerys, and the Night King all on dragons in the in the last series, last season. <laughs> uh I like I, I like what yeah. you're saying. I, I'm interested to see <laughs> totally. that just from like a visual perspective. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm in I'm into the dragon. You know, like I just the kind of the way I, I what i get out of the show and the value and like i just love kind of the scale and it's just like pulling off sequences that have never been you know done before yeah. in television so i i just I, honestly i'm pro dragon the more dragon the better i hope there's a lot of ice dragon next season uh maybe I'm sure there maybe will be. <laughs> maybe we didn't see ghost at all because he is gonna kill the night king and that's going to be like the ultimate, oh, there's Ghost again, and he killed... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's the anger you had in your thinking. voice <laughs> about the absence of Ghost, I haven't heard that since, uh, you uh, know, senior year of college, arguing over who knew more about rap music. <laughs> um, yeah. It was that nice was to epic. hear the rage again, right? Yes, yes. Hit the bleep button. Uh, um, but yeah, do you have any other, like, closing thoughts um, uh, as we... What is... Okay. What's, like... What is? What are you most looking forward to out of season eight if if there's anything <laughs> nothing um yeah <laughs> i don't know i mean it, it's gonna be a huge moment when the show airs its final episode like the, it'll shatter the record of yeah. like most viewed like cable show ever and mm-hmm. it'll be you know there'll be watch parties throughout the globe right. i mean there's still there is that now but like right I think just from like a pop culture point of view and like the magnet, like I am looking forward to kind of just like the insane buzz that's going to be happening during yeah. those final weeks. Yeah. And I hope, you know, the quality delivers and I, I just, um, it's going to be exciting, you know, uh, like I, I can't remember like the last, I mean, it, you know, I guess like Breaking Bad would have like the last similar kind of feeling. This will be on a whole other level yeah. or like, you know, when Lost ended, you know, things like that. So um, I am looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, me too. I, I think I'm with you. I, I'm just looking forward to six more nights and weeks <laughs> of discussing this show in depth and, you know, with friends and colleagues and everything. It's, we've podcast. talked about this. Yeah, we talked, yeah, exactly. We talked about this before, but it is the one show nowadays where everybody, you know, most people, you know, at least watch it or, or know enough to discuss it. So it's kind of that, that last show out there right now. Uh, yeah. Although Ozark is kind of taking that over in this, the <laughs> past month, but uh, man, we've we, we we've taken a different quality of Ozark. <laughs> yeah, it's like the monoculture. It's like idiot, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, nation, nation of morons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one anyway, last yeah. question for you: uh, What was your favorite battle scene? So we have like the loot tr- of this past season, the, the loot train, which is a terrible name. Good battle. Uh, the you know the ice dragon battle the uh the the one in the second episode with euron's fleet i thought that was a very oh, yeah. cool Water, scene yeah. um you know yeah some of the mean, other what do you what was it like your favorite sequence of the series rather than episode or of this season i don't know sorry. i'm just a, i am a sucker for any white walker battle yeah so i did like even though it was like preposterous like it just was cool like it was cool the way the, they were on like that island and the ice and just kind of like just the way that was all set up and them like mm-hmm. slowly walking in just like they're like circled and i mean it was pretty dumb that like not one major character died in that and like everyone kind of escaped in the nick of time but yeah it was still like i love just the dark snowy um look of it all sure. and uh yeah i'm just I'm a, I'm a sucker for white walkers on the screen my my biggest action my favorite action sequence was 
John and Daenerys in that cave on Dragonstone. Just man, the mm. the action the action going on with their eyes in that scene. I was <laughs> I was flustered. I was uh, <laughs> no, I uh, that was really cool. And I mean, finally we get to see these two characters who you know it's like it's meant to be it's it's all been leading up to this and finally at the end of the last episode they're they're consummating the relationship and what what do you think about Tyrion like observing that from afar like underneath that weird stairwell he was like just watching <laughs> watching Very listening voyeuristic. yeah listening to the the noises <laughs> yeah reminded like a little finger who you know it was uh that was we really touched on that the most probably, you know, the most impactful death of the season. He's always yeah. like, lurking in the shadows and right. stuff. It reminded me of like, you know, a little finger type thing. Yeah. But, uh, well, that's not good. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, Should but we yeah, we'll, um, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, we'll definitely be talking, you know, when this show comes back, we'll do, uh, you know, more content, you know, sorry, we weren't able to bring you like a weekly week by week episode, you know, recap to our listeners. But, um, yeah, as I said uh, in our last episode, moving takes a lot of time and right, right. things on hold for a little bit. Well, we so, can talk uh, about this. Us. Yeah, we can talk about yeah, this yeah, season totally. more. I'm sure it'll come up. I'm sure there'll be know. more developments. Yeah, yeah, things to touch. It's on, one of those so, shows uh, like somebody's gonna bring a theory to you in in a couple weeks and be like, "Did you ever? Did you think about yeah, this?" And, and you'll we'll be like, "Oh, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, right." <laughs> so yeah, Every th- I mean, everything. It, it's like a ever present. Uh, sort of omniscient show like it's always in people's consciousness and uh yeah i I think it's the most important show on tv right now so yeah sure so that is it for this episode of must go faster thanks so much for listening as always if you like what you heard please remember to spread the word leave us a review on itunes or stitcher and uh we'll see you guys next time i'm in a full sweat just discussing the show. Your shirt is off, right? <laughs> Your shirt's been off this entire time. I, you know, yes. Just wanna, uh, okay. My armpits are dripping. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with another episode. Spread the word. See ya.